There's a DIY show in the neighborhood, a DIY show in the neighborhood, a DIY show in the neighborhood, a DIY show. Please won't you invite the neighbors. Welcome to episode 38 of ASMRITN. This is your host, Brian Porter. Today on the podcast, we had Man and Moon talking about their EP called Perthes. And I just want everybody to know that we had a really, really great conversation. And, um, you know, it. these guys are cool. We talked about wearing emperor robes, fucking Star Wars emperor robes to your college classes and how that's a fucking baller move. Come watch me play a show and do a podcast with Origami Angel and Equipment and Parkway in Columbia and Cheem that I have no business being on other than for this podcast. But my band's still gonna fucking rip it. Thank you for so much for listening to this podcast and maybe we'll start every episode like this. I don't know, baby. Also, I forgot to name the date of the show, but just look at the fuck up. And we are off to the races, dude. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, I yeah. should get a microphone. <laughs> Pretty important that I have a microphone. Because I'm the one kind of asking the questions and stuff. Yeah. Provide context. You guys could just talk away, but it kind of helps to have a little context. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, man and moon yeah are, is here one of the few times that i've actually heard that correctly it's usually we're manny moon yeah manny moon man in the moon man in moon man in moon anything besides fucking man and moon. man within or close to the moon the great man in the sky yeah god <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's well you know let's start with religion yeah. No. <laughs> no. Dive into something light. Ooh. Yeah, sometimes I like to go like, oh, so should we start politics? Should we start with religion? Where would you like to start? Like if a band seems nervous or something, I'll like, I'll fuck with them. Oh. <laughs> like before I start rolling. Like I'll, I've done this before. Uh, Talk about what you normally get at Taco Bell. Like, no, like, like I, I've done this before. Like in this, you know, any bands that I haven't come on and want to come on, don't be nervous. Because like I'll fuck with you a little bit. Like there's been times where like, I tell them I'm rolling and then I'll be like, you so... Um, what are your political beliefs? You know, <laughs> and just like, and they think they're like, oh, I'm like, dude, it's all good. Like, I'm not on a green new deal. <laughs> yeah, should it be red or should it be green? Yeah, I mean, some bands are turned off. I'm, I sure, I'm sure by the fact that Joe Rogan's usually playing when I, when they first get here. A lot of people it's hate really, Joe Rogan. I, I've never known what to think about Joe Rogan. I've watched some of his stuff, and I don't like, I don't mind it. Um, I don't know. I'm the reason it's not really about him to... as much as it's about the people yeah, that go exactly. on. Show, like I, I think that's one of the reasons why is because I've seen like the Ben Shapiro episodes and stuff like that. Yeah, and clips and stuff like that. So it's more so Ben Shapiro. Uh, <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Who's who's? Uh, I've seen that name uh, several times, but I don't know who Ben Shapiro is. Mm. Educate me. He's supposed to be like a like a right wing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Or something like yeah. that. Like a Jordan yeah, Peterson to... type guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because uh, I was just talking about this yesterday with uh, Jake from Dogleg. Like, mm-hmm. that 
the Joe Rogan, like, I think the reason a lot of people don't like him is uh, because of the, some of the people that he has on. Like, he's had, like, Miley Yiannopoulos. He's yeah. Had Jordan yeah. Peterson. I guess Ben Shapiro would probably fall under that category. Yeah. Uh, but it's not that, like, it's not that he agrees with them necessarily. Yeah, no, I think it's actually, I think that's one of the, it's probably the thing that I've always been, uh, I guess more so wary about it, but also the thing that I admire the most about it is the fact yeah. that he has these people on to just have these discussions, whether or not he, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I've never heard a hard Joe Rogan opinion. Really? I don't think, I mean, like I've heard his like philosophies sometimes, but never like, Oh, like a hard opinion from Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah. yeah from, okay. Like, I was gonna say you never heard a hard opinion about Joe Rogan. Oh like, no! I, <laughs> I was gonna say, man, they're everywhere. Uh, you know, I think he's pretty middle of the road. But like, I literally just talked about this last episode, so I'm not gonna dive too deep yeah, into it because yeah. I don't want it to become the Joe Rogan experience part two. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. So remind me what your names are again. I'm bad. No, you're fine. Sean, right? One of you, Sean, Nate. Yeah. I've been talking to you, but I forget. Is it Jordan? Jordan. Okay, I knew it was a J. All right, sorry. No, it's <laughs> and then Car Crash Rhetoric. What was his name again? Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember. I remember the Car Crash Rhetoric interview. I just don't remember anybody's names. We are KJSN. KJS. Yeah. I get. Gotcha. Just a <laughs> full-on acronym. Cajun. Cajun. That's what you should have named your band, <laughs> <Damn> dude. <laughs> Raging. Best Cajun. opportunity. The Raging Cajun. You're on out. So, like, what, um, why music, dude? Why not, like, MD? Like, why not, like, medical doctor? Why not lawyer? Why musician? Um, <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, does anybody else want to start off? Well, me, personally, <laughs> right now I'm a student at Michigan State. I'm studying linguistics and Arabic language. Oh, really? But, um, really ever since middle school, I've always fell in love with music to this day. I still study music theory to the best of my knowledge. And I apply that within the band. Okay. Uh, Are you like the theory, the theory guru, like in the band or like, do you, do the rest of you guys have like some theory knowledge? (laughs) Sean, do you want to throw down? Uh, no, No, it's it's okay. No, we, we all have our fair share of theory and just, you know, we bounce ideas off each other. You you more than the rest of us, really? With yeah, I was gonna say I'm the least theory. Like I, that's I was actually thinking about this on the way over here. Um, like when it comes to actual like technical theory, I I feel very illiterate in a way. Like I know the basics. Yeah, I know the uh, like the basics. Of stuff, but um, like what the strings are. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <about laughs> even then I have now. to like sit there and you know figure out where I'm at, like on a guitar neck and everything. But um, yeah, I like the way I guess that I write songs a little bit more is um, kind of visually in a way, like I and like dynamically. So, what, so first I, of all, what do you play? Do you play like? Oh, uh, I uh, play guitar and sing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't even think about that earlier. Nate's bass, and then Sean's on drums. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, just so I have like some context. Yeah, you're yeah, saying, yeah. Like you're writing songs. It's good to know like what you play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keep going. Like you said, visually. Yeah, I, in a way, like it's kind of hard to describe. Like, I never really learned theory all that much, but I always wanted to. I guess uh, kind of evoke an emotion through it more mm-hmm. than anything. So I would, I would write things like dynamically and um, just to kind of like paint a picture. So like, like an, uh, yeah, like an emotional sort of, yeah, yeah, like a ride sort of thing. Um, That's kind of I, yeah, work. yeah, yeah, right. It's like that because my theory of music theory is like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, that's a hot take for sure. And mm-hmm. Don't don't at me about that because I know music theory is very important uh, to a lot of people. I just don't give a shit about it that much. You know, yeah. like uh, I, I mean, for me, yeah, for yeah. me, I, I'm not like people who understand that have you know an infinitely uh, larger vocabulary when it comes to mm-hmm. music than I do. Like I sound like really dumb when i try to talk to like when i'm trying to like teach a song of mine to like a bandmate or something or somebody else try to like explain what to do like especially to like my drummer noah and i'm trying to like i i feel so illiterate like i feel like i'm trying to read like chinese symbols like it's Mm. like you know what i mean like i'm not it's not even it's worse than like trying to read spanish because at least they use the same letters like i feel like i'm trying to like articulate symbols that i don't understand when i'm yeah. trying to be like well you know that part that like does this and i have no fucking clue how to say it mm-hmm. you know that's well that's one of the reasons that i love like having you guys in the band is because well you guys were in band and all yeah. that kind of stuff in high school for a super long time and you know all these other instruments and these terms and everything well, i i do get like Legato. yeah <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like i love being able to because you guys can narrow it down to like the technicalities of it and it's almost like i don't know it's it's refreshing but like whenever i come to you guys with certain i i feel like not too long ago i was trying to tell you that i liked one of your bass parts but i was like yeah the, the part where yeah, you, you like you, you like walk it down, you know. You just kind of like <laughs> that yeah, sounds it's, like it's, me. You, you, you know, you know that, that one thing you do yeah. where you know, like you you plucking the strings and you are doing something. Like I like that. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in the somewhere in the middle. I, I'm pretty sure you're on the guitar. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's how that's exactly how I feel. Well, yeah, then when, when you do things it. like that, then I reiterate what you say, but in not so much technical terms because you know, like I'm I'm not like a scientific geek about it or anything. Yeah, but I, I just make it sound much clearer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's nice too. Like I, uh, you know, I have friends that uh, know music theory really well, yeah. and uh, it's it's always fun. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to the invite the neighbors drinking game. Uh, I've been I've been say, I talk about this a lot, but I don't really say what it is that much. I really want to start like I don't really drink that much, but there are things that I say on this podcast a lot because mm-hmm. it's like I'm commonly meeting people for the first time. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm commonly like explaining myself because it's very much like I'm we're meeting each other and like mm-hmm. we're getting to know each other. So it's like I say a lot of the same things yeah. because you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's like a, a commonality. One of the things I say a lot is that like it's really cool when um people who know music theory tell me what I'm doing 
on yeah. the guitar. But like that's just one example of something that I say a lot. So that I'll like I'll say like, oh, if you're playing the invite the neighbor drinking great drinking game, I'm about to say something, yeah. you know, because it's like <laughs> if you're if if there's enough things that I say a lot that mm-hmm. you could be drunk by the end of an episode. <laughs> I feel like if you'd actually like wrote down like eventually i hope to be big enough to where people make memes about this that's i feel like in in today's age that's the sign of success almost Mm -hmm. like or it's one sign of success anyways is people start making memes about you which i don't really have an opinion on necessarily that's not like (laughs) i don't think that's like a a really i don't know it's just it feels weird you know what i mean like i think we've we've kind of well just like kyle and i've uh, bounce around an idea of uh, making merch based off of the fake or not fake band names, but the the <laughs> the names that people have uh, accidentally called us. Oh, that's like, really cool. So Manny Moon, um, I played an open mic a long time ago. Yeah, at, uh, Avenue in Lansing, and uh, <coughs> I got done, and it was. Like, it was a packed bar, but nobody gave a fuck about the people who were actually playing music. Yeah. It was just kind of, like, essentially the jukebox. You know, nobody was really clapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was one one person somewhere in the bar after I got done. They were like, yeah, Manny Moon. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's sweet. fantastic. And definitely we should have named the band that. It would be an awesome idea to create t-shirts where it has all the different names that people have called us, but have them crossed out till we get to Man and Moon at the end. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tight. Or like if you ever do a solo yeah. show, it's Manny Moon instead of Man and Moon. Yeah, Manny Moon. Or Manny Moon and Manny Moon and Man and Moon. Yeah. That you could be that. Like you're Manny Moon and the rest of the band is Man and Moon. Manny Moon and the, and the Men on the Moon. <laughs> Manny Moon and the Men on the Moon. Yeah. Manny and the Men Moon. Moon yeah. It's my my brother who does like all of our artwork and stuff for us. Because um, I was going to ask you about remember. that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the art's really cool. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I'll, I'll go more in depth on that in a second. But um, I guess one of his one of his finer moments. Um, it just I guess more so in cracking me up. Uh, we I can't remember what it was. We were joking about how nobody ever gets our name right, and he made a little. It's not that hard. I know. <laughs> I have to tell people it's two like, one yeah, syllable it's, uh, words. It's it's man ampersand moon. It's it's the and where people get hung up. You know, it, it's such a common think. thing. It's not like the it's not like the alchemy symbol for gold. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's and. <laughs> It's like it's fucking like it's and in the everyday vernacular. It's an ampersand. We're not print symboling it. Like, I know, I know. Dude. We didn't come up with a new thing. Um, but even then, too, I'm learning so many people don't know that that's called an ampersand. Not yeah, really. I, I just, you know what? I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I, if you would have asked me what's that symbol called, mm-hmm. I couldn't have said that. But when you said ampersand, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've even had a few people who were like, oh, I didn't. That meant that means and. I'm like, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like... They've just been floating by their whole life, and then they finally have an opportunity. reading books and just scrolling through (laughs) that. You're just like, Like, I don't know, maybe going based off context clues or something. Is that a number? What is that? Yeah. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Just one of those symbols. Dude, that's that's got me caught up now. Like, how do you not... Well, it's no different than people who don't know that the hashtag sign is also the pound sign. 
Yeah. You call it the pound sign. Like, well, what the hell's that? Dude. Think? Well, that's what it was. It, it's been the pound sign far, like, way longer than it was ever called a hashtag. Yeah. I remember yeah. when Twitter first came out, I was so, I used to be such a, like, an anti-internet, like, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say purist because I was just, yeah. I was just naive and dumb and like, uh, really thought too highly of my own opinion. But I mean, like a lot of high school people. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I was, when I first heard that they were calling that symbol the a hashtag, it just infuriated me for some reason. Like it yeah, felt I, so stupid. I don't even know what it, I, I hated when people would say it. I like, yeah. When people are like, oh, oh hashtag dude. amazing. Yeah. It yeah. pissed me off to no yeah. end. Like I've, much more easygoing now. I used to be such a, a oh man, difficult to work with would be an understatement yeah. for how like I, I was like very, I used to be really like egotistical and stuff. Yeah. I've, I've, I've reeled it in quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that just like infuriated me, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been, it's been the pound sign way longer than that. Yeah. But you know, what's funny. It reminds me like people like who are younger now growing up, when they see that, they will probably, they, they first learn it as hashtag and yeah. then they later to learn that it's the pound sign. Like, like if you look at your iPhone, like the icon that they use for the phone is shaped like an old school phone. Yeah. And, but there's people that have never used one of those. And so yeah. they see it and they're like, they just know that that's the phone, but some people might not know why, or there's mm-hmm. going to be people who look at that as like, is that some weird bone? Like, what is that thing? Yeah. Like, why is that? What is that symbol? And why does it symbolize mm-hmm. phone? Why is it not a rectangle? I actually you know? just listened to a podcast about, um, they talked about all of these just <clears throat> really universal symbols and how like, it's crazy how everybody just knows what they mean. Like yeah. when you get into a car and like you turn it on and all the symbols on the dash apparently yeah. those are like the same at least now all across the world as far as i could understand yeah and it's because there's actually like an international like oh this is the symbol for you, you need it's like standardized and, uh, yeah, yeah yeah exactly like the little old school oil can with the drip coming out of it yeah. like you never use one of those things but you know it's oil that's a really good right. example <laughs> Yeah. Like, it, it, like it, it looks like a genie's about to pop out of it. Yeah. Like those, like Aladdin lamps. Uh, yeah, you'll, a lot of free association on this podcast. But uh, <laughs> I pro- like I told you, dude. I I go in, I go off on tangents. Oh, uh, but yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll naturally veer back and forth between like. I completely forgot what we were talking about anyway. <laughs> dude, that's. That's how it goes, man. That's how it yeah, goes. I told you to read the itinerary. <laughs> yeah, right. you didn't send it to me. Uh, the itinerary, yeah, dude. I used Facts to have do the itinerary. Yeah, I have like an actual like a fax machine anymore. Uh, dude, I use a fax machine still for work. It's weird. Yeah, like, can we just email? Like, it's a lot easier. Uh, but yeah, I used to have like this information sheet. It was like super official and stuff that I would send to bands, and I'm like, I don't think anyone's reading this, so I just stopped. No. But it was like all this information, like background. I didn't send that to you guys today. It was like it was like a word doc, and it was like all this like mm. background, like what the podcast is, like what to expect, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and I don't I'm think just, so. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Yeah. Like if someone asks, like if I'm trying to get a bigger band or something, or if I'm like emailing someone's booking agent, if someone's like at that level, which yeah. I've never actually gotten anybody from this, but I'll try. I'll send them that. And I have like the logo on and everything. Like I'm just trying to 
look more official than I feel, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'll be like, oh, okay, send them that, and then maybe they think, like, oh, this looks put together, this looks official, you know? Yeah. This looks like it's not some dude recording in his living room, <laughs> <laughs> you know? You. But, uh, how long have you guys been playing together? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know it was, like, in, like, 2008. Like, that's, like, that's when we... At, like, you asked me, hey, you want to be a good guitarist in a band or, like, something like that? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know how to play guitar. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I remember it. It was, like, on the track. We were doing some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Not, we were, like, running... Learn bass for, like... Like to be in, yeah, it was the, the um, first like band kind of thing. This isn't like Man and Moon doesn't go back that far. Okay, uh, Man, Man and the Moons. Uh, <laughs> but as far as us jamming, yeah, it goes long. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we. Was like, that was yeah, that was like eighth yeah. grade. Yeah, a little over, going on like eleven years, ten or know, like eleven or twelve years now. Yeah. Oh wow! So we've actually, yeah, we've all been. A lot of our musical experience has kind of grown together. Okay. Did you guys all go to like the same schools and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Where are you guys from? I originally Springport, Michigan. So it's a tiny little farming town. You got to drive your tractor to school day. Oh, really? Where's that at? Uh, it's kind of by. South it's like, of uh, Eaton Rapids, like kind of close. It's in. Jackson it's west County. of Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's at the very okay. northwest corner of Jackson County. North yeah, I was just out there. I was just out in Pleasant Hill. I think it's called Pleasant, Pleasant Lake. Pleasant Lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just out there today for work. Oh, I yeah. I grew up. Uh, I didn't grow up around there, but like my grandparents got a place in Coldwater, Michigan. So it's like, yeah. I mean, it's it's Jackson's on the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. we get off at sixty, and you take sixty to whatever yeah um I'm actually moving so. to cold water yeah so yeah, that's about the move i'm to moving to oh are you really yeah like recently we we're like trying to find like apartment and stuff oh we already found one so. oh dude the the my sister lives in an apartment cold water right now uh in the kerr building and it's like they took this old historic building downtown and they like remodeled it uh, with, into a bunch of apartments there's it they're all they're awesome dude it's, like yeah. big exposed brick walls and shit oh, yeah. and it's cold water so it's super cheap yeah, because it's like they want young people to move there, yeah. so they're trying to make it affordable. We're on the other side of uh, was it is it sixty nine? So yeah, we're about we're about like four twenty. I think it's by like the Aldi, <laughs> like that's there. Oh yeah, and Myers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. That's that's right off twelve. Yeah, Michigan Ave or whatever. Yeah, tier one content. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, dude. If you've never been to cold water, have you like have you, you know, like, uh, are you familiar with it or? Yeah, I, I was kind of. I wanted to kind of move to Marshall more, but <laughs> my. But Sean, keep this in mind. Ponderosa or no? Cold water has one of the very few ponderosas. Yeah, that's in right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm gonna move to cold water. Man. And they uh they just. Got a remodeled Taco Bell a few years ago. I'm pretty sure too. Oh, yeah. See, so you're totally fine. Uh, you don't need Marshall. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Also, they have a movie theater, NCG Cinemas. It's good shit, dude. Yeah. It's my childhood, man. It's cold water growing up, yeah. like out on the lakes and stuff. When you said like farm town, like drive your tractor to school, I immediately thought of that. Like, it's weird because like I actually was born in this area. I was born in Wyandotte, which is like oh, another yeah. one of these downriver cities. But then. I moved to Linden, 
Michigan, which is like farmy as shit, you know. Yeah. It's uh, like an hour away from here. But, you know, I was always going up north, always going to cold water, like grew up on a lake sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, cold water's got a shit ton of lakes. But, um, yeah, that's cool that you guys have like stuck together. You yeah, know, yeah. That yeah. long. And- we, now we all live decently like farther away. Well, you live currently. Yeah. In, uh, I'm like in Belleville right now. Oh, okay. We're trying to move all the way over. <laughs> So, like, do you have, like, a city where you, like, say that the band is based? Uh, Jesus, Jackson. I, I always say Jackson, Michigan, kind of. Yeah. Typically, yeah. yeah. We're in Jackson County. It's close enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to put Jackson on the website. Yeah, that's Because you know, I have yeah. to think of something, you know. That's all good. Earth. Yeah. Uh, Earth. <laughs> right? We, 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 are, we are a Pangean band. We live, the, <laughs> we live in the Milky Way galaxy. That's all Pangean? you need to know. Yeah. Oh, you sure you're not, like, reptilian aliens from the Draconian galaxy? Because I've been reading up on reptilian fucking shapeshifters, dude, and I can I can tell it's, if you're uh, from the Draconian galaxy or if you're from uh, or from oh no the Draconian constellation from the Milky Way galaxy, dude. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we just opened up can of beans. Johnny knows have too you, much. You've never, have you ever heard the conspiracy theories about like reptilians and shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went down a rabbit hole of, like reading about them last night. Yeah. And because they're just fascinating, and this all started because I was watching. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, I was just watching that. And uh, at the <laughs> end of it, it was a really great episode. I felt like a lot of insight into like the music industry and things like that. He talked about all the things he learned about like all the mistakes he made and all the things he would have done differently. And I was just like, wow, this is fascinating. As somebody who like wants to make it in the music thing or whatever, this is great information. And then at the end, he talks about how he met this person who shapeshifted into a reptilian humanoid. And I'm just like, K. Uh, <laughs> how do I, how do I take any uh, yeah, of this information? It's, it's the, it's weird because it, it creates like this cognitive dissonance where you're like, everything this person has said so far seemed reasonable, mm-hmm. seemed legit. Like this person has not given me, at least in this interview, I didn't know anything really about Billy Corgan. Other than using the Smash Pumpkins, who I'm not a really big fan of, but like, um, that's beside the point. You know, I liked what he had to say, and that he didn't give me any reason in that to think that he was a crazy person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the cognitive dissonance comes in when he, this person who has given you no reason to think he's crazy, says something that's completely batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when he's when someone like that says, like. Yeah, I met a shape-shifting reptilian, dude. And I'm I'm like, why would you make that up? It's like, yeah. do I believe him? Like, I, I can't say yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't say that I believe that he saw a reptilian humanoid, you know? Yeah. But what? It's just like, I'm trying to think, like, other than just being a fucking troll, why <laughs> would you make that up? Like, yeah. I get it if you're not famous and you want attention. And you have to, like, you're grasping at straws, and the only thing you can think of to, like, get attention is to make up some crazy thing and try to get, you know, attention that way, like some National Enquirer type shit. But you're Billy Corgan, dude. You're in one of the biggest, like, stoner rock bands or whatever you want to call it, like, of all time. Mm -hmm. 
you know you're you're an arena rock band yeah. like you you own part of, like of a wrestling federation like you don't need more attention he doesn't need yeah that's another thing too like he doesn't need attention yeah so why the fuck would he make that up i'm just like trying to rack my brain like and so I, I, you know, I went down the rabbit hole, like researching, like what the fuck are the, was he a reptilian humanoid? And so it, apparently, it's like this popular conspiracy theory that like yeah. this master race of like like humans descended from this race of reptilians, and like there's still like reptilians around there. It's like an older race of people, and that cavemen aren't real, and like that, that's a conspiracy. Like we're like, you know, they're like all the world governments and things and like are infiltrated like by these reptilian humanoids who are posing as humans and like controlling the world and shit like that and yeah. they're all people in power like queen elizabeth is a reptilian and like george yeah. w bush is reptilian like shit like that yeah you yeah. know that's like the general consensus of the conspiracy theory a lot of it i've noticed too with like conspiracy theories they all end up kind of like if you it seems like a lot of times with conspiracy theorists you don't even necessarily latch on to one conspiracy. You you end up thinking that everything is a lie. So, like, yeah. uh, I yeah. saw there was a documentary on, like, Flat Earthers. Yeah, the Flat Earth truth. <laughs> and a yeah. lot, of, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, obviously, we all know, you know, this shit ain't round. This is flat. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a disc. There isn't. No man, you're been to space. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Um, Have you seen that, know, like, that guy on YouTube? He spent like two million dollars on his own rocket uh, shot yeah. up oh, yeah. twice. Yeah, <laughs> like what were you gonna do? Get all the way up there that and then just peek out the window? That, to, I think that trying was to open the world's size, man. Yeah, that was in this. Uh, they talked about that in this documentary. I can't remember what it's called, but they a lot of them also believe in the like the lizard people. Thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they would like, and that's almost like a way for them to cope with people telling them that yeah. they're like wrong all the time. Is it like, oh, yeah. yeah, of course you're gonna tell me that because you're a fucking lizard person. Yeah, like, I think I, I read too that it's also a way of people coping with a, like a sense of powerlessness. Yeah, it's like, well, of course. Like, why would I, it's almost like it's a defense mechanism. Like when you feel like you're not like, like a position of power is so far out of reach. It's like a way of rationalizing it to where like, it makes you feel more comfortable because it's like, if you just think that the people in power are just other humans who are just more well adapted than you and are just, just, we're just had a better path in life than you. then it can feel kind of shitty, you know, it can feel like, Oh, fuck me, you know? But if, if you tell yourself that they're this advanced race of reptilian humanoid aliens who are fucking advanced and shit and been around for a millennia longer than you, it's like, well, all right, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not me, (laughs) you know, it's not my problem. Yeah. It's, who am I? Just a guy, you know, projection of like, yeah, it's none of this is on me. This is, I'm one of the regular ones. Yeah. Like that. Or they're the people who believe that they're like in, ultra yeah you know, like su- su- supremacists and all that yeah. kind of stuff you know too and these aren't like the inner thoughts of jared leto, jared leto. dude <laughs> <laughs> definitely a reptilian dude oh yeah, uh, yeah. you ever if, seen his eyes dude his pupils 
They're just guess, like little slits, man. It just seems like something that he would do, though. Is 30 Seconds to Mars still alive? Had- yo, yo. Yeah, dude, okay. yes. Oh, yeah. You need to follow Jared Leto on Instagram, dude. Because, like, he, he <laughs> he's, like, has a cult. Like, no, it's worth it for just, like, the, like, are you fucking kidding me, Jared Leto? Like, those moments. Yeah. Like, it's oh, worth right, it. Because he, it's, it's not like, oh, he's a great follow. Like, he's a great follow because it's, like, it's fascinating, like, the level, like, the heights that the human, the ego can take you, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, the the places you can go in your mind if you are that full of yourself i feel like literally wasn't there some sort of uh culty yeah dude that he was trying to start yeah it was like called camp mars i think like and it's like a bunch of people like on an island that were like all 30 seconds to mars fans and like they went there and it was like a kind of like a joke like oh this is a cult blah 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 but like is it because it's jared (laughs) leto's trying to recreate the heaven's gate massacre (laughs) yeah it's like it's like that kind of shit it was like kind of playing off that you know um and it was funny. Like my favorite comedian is uh, Chris D'Elia, and like he oh, yeah, yeah. he refers to like his followers as a cult a lot, but it's clearly a joke. Yeah. But like someone brought up Jared Leto, and and like he was making fun of like how like oh I think this dude actually thinks it is a cult. Yeah. You know, like like Jared Leto would be the guy yeah. that would start a cult. Like oh, you know what I mean? I feel like he's trying very hard to look like Jesus. Too. I like it's yeah. has kind of seemed like it. Yeah, he's got that way. Jesus on and the cross. And he wears right? like you know, yeah, robes. Yeah, he does <laughs> robes. I I just I can't bring myself to trust somebody who wears a robe and yeah, is very. Uh, in my defense, there was uh, one morning where I did go to class wearing my emperor's robe, and I felt comfy dude, as hell. That's so like <laughs> like under like secretly alpha male dude to do that i feel like yeah that's so baller like to just wear like an emperor robe dude like i'm drawn to that type of shit like the types of things that like all the like the stereotypical like popular people would point and laugh at i'm like no dude you don't realize that is badass yeah like you're you're the fucking nerd dude like yeah. if, like all you people who are doing doing things exactly the same because you're afraid to stand out you that's the guy with balls right there mm-hmm. like the guy wearing the fucking emperor's robe like that's the type of shit like i always <laughs> like i would see people on campus like when i was in college like if they were like dressed really outlandish like i would be like boom i would point at them and be like fuck yeah dude <laughs> and, I would be, and they'd be like yeah like they get it you know like, I saw this guy wearing a robe at the bar one time, and I talked to him for, like, a fucking hour. Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, I just got to be friends with this guy. Like, yeah. this guy. There's a guy who wears a kilt to the bars in Jackson. Yeah. And, like, I just, because he goes to the bar every single time that I go to pretty much any bar in Jackson. Oh, well, like, any, like, dive bar in Jackson. Yeah. Um, He's always there, just hanging out and everything. And Scottish? Wild. Uh, I of some sort. I okay. We had this conversation before because I finally got drunk enough to be like, "Hey, man, fucking kill up the kill." And uh, he w- he was like, "Yeah." It, it was essentially like, "Oh, I'm glad you asked." Uh, <laughs> like, how many times did you talk to this guy without mentioning the kill? Yeah. So he finally <laughs> like, like we we finally went into it, and he I yet again I was drunk, so I don't really remember what he talked about, but yeah. He um he talked about the meaning of life. You don't remember it. I know we definitely at least <laughs> talked about flogging Molly and my love for Jameson because yeah, w- which sounds kind of like I was just ignorantly like, oh, kilts. I love flogging Molly, yeah. which is even they're not even the same. 
uh, the same culture. That's but, uh, cultural appropriation, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we were out for drinks uh, for my birthday not too long ago, and he saw me. He was like, hey, man, how the hell you been? And then he went up yeah. to the jukebox, and he played just Flogging Molly and Flogging Molly. I'm pretty sure he threw Chumbawamba in there. As if, like, that's your favorite band or some shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, yet again, too, though, this time was drunk. And I was like, I, I want to... Can he like just hang out with us? For yeah, the rest yeah. Of the night? Because this is this is tight. But um, I kind of want to know what this emperor robe is like too. <laughs> like, can you describe it? Like, I, I I'm thinking of like Emperor's New Groove sort of thing. Oh, no, no, no. Like uh, Star Star Wars, yeah. the Emperor. Oh, it's, it's like, like a big yeah. black like. Yeah, it's of... a bathrobe that has the the Empire sigil on the side oh, and that's with the hood. Fucking gnarly, dude. So when you walk into class wearing that and not giving a shit, dude, it's fantastic. That, that's so fucking baller, dude. People don't realize that. Yeah. Oh, okay. People don't realize how fucking alpha that is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that. No, all free so ball. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> that is so boss, dude. Yeah, That's just sit down, undress the robe, just let it hang. Like, yep. I'm, go- I'm going to prison, but I don't care. <laughs> An emperor robe, dude. I, like a star- Oh, that is so cool, dude. It really is. You'd be like, <laughs> I gotta tell my roommate that. Like, he's got, he's a big Star Wars fan. There's a Star Wars blanket right there. Like, he's a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. And, like, I love Star Wars, and uh, I'm not, like, uh, you know, I'm not a Star Wars trivia guy. Like, I couldn't really give you the answers on, like, what the planets are and who was from what planet. Like, you know, all, the, like, the details of it and stuff. I just love the action and, like, I love the fucking, uh, I just love it, you know. I just like yeah. the experience of watching it and stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of hot takes about yeah, Star Wars. Like, I remember uh, just no, to piss people off, plus. I was like, Kylo Ren's cooler than Darth Vader. I posted that on Facebook one time and uh, just, just to see. Just yeah. and I, I got a lot of really upset reactions. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay. he's a hot guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Emperor, oh, dude. My favorite things to come out of uh, the Kylo Ren thing was the the Twitter page emo Kylo Ren. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, at least in the beginning, like I don't even know if they still make tweets on it now, but it was it. Uh, I used to, it used to crack me up. <laughs> we should. That was good stuff because when we worked at Coles, we'd always check our Twitter, even though we're supposed to be working. Like, who cares, man? Look, it's Emo Kylo, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, we yeah. should timestamp this episode, by the way, so people know when we go back to starting talking about music. In case yeah. people want to, in case oh, people yeah, want to, like, it's been a while. It's been a while. Skip ahead, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, I have music questions. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Um, so, I've been really bad about it lately, actually, about going back to music. I've been just, like, going off the rails, but uh you know what you guys all grew up kind of together it seems like so were you guys listening to the same types of music or is that like what brought you together musically i guess um i think uh, like what were some of the common threads i mean you know definitely nirvana i mean in in middle school and high school everything we were we we were definitely really deep into the grunge scene yeah 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 we really and then like I know Sean definitely started going like deeper into it and oh, like yeah. mud honey and Oh yeah. I was like I was researching like all like before like mud honey and I listened to I still listen to a lot of the Melvins and hmm. uh I've heard of the Melvins. And that for some reason that name strikes me. Like 
But... I'm still surprised that the Melvins were the ones that invented sludge metal. Yeah. I, I thought it, it, it came was, long before them, but it's kind of a weird. Is this like '80s or are we, like, uh, what era are we talking here? The Melvins were. Yeah, they they like grew up like in the same like area as like Kurt. Oh, okay. So it was like uh, like one of the Melvins drummer uh, Dale Crover was actually he was in one of the Bleach, you know the. Nirvana album Bleach. Mm-hmm. I forgot what song it was, but he played for them. Oh, you know what? I think I might have heard about him because, like, I watched this Foo Fighters documentary, and it was like it, it went all the way back to like Dave Grohl and the Nirvana days, and like the bands that Nirvana played with, and like the bands that were oh, yeah. like similar in the scene. Because yeah, like there was like a band, like he was making a band called Fecal Matter or something. Like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't one. Know. He, he like always wanted to be like in the Melvins like group like band i don't know i'm not like in that there. scene sort of thing yeah i gotcha yeah. Yeah, but. so like nirvana and, and i know that i, th- I think <coughs> i guess kurt uh produced the houdini r- record and was that yeah, Melvin's, right? yeah that's yeah. that's like their biggest one i guess i guess yeah. it's a great record it's where they covered uh going blind by kiss yeah yeah. They probably did it much better because it's, I feel like it's not that hard to like <laughs> yeah. cover. I it's mean, super. It, they just like made it really slow. Yeah. And, like. Sorry for any Kiss slow, fans out there. I'm pretty sure Mike from. Uh, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure uh, Mike from Former Critics, one of the bands I'm homies with. I think he's a big Kiss fan. So yeah. If you hear this, sorry, dude. I make fun of Kiss a lot, but uh, dude, I don't like. I don't bash them. I don't bash people who like are Kiss fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just I just poke fun at things. You know. Yeah. I, I have an idea for. Oh, you I was to say I went to go see them back in March when they were at the Little Caesars Arena. Oh yeah. I mean, I bet you it would be a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Oh, it like, definitely if, was. The, the only bad side is that you don't want to go see them in an enclosed space because they use a lot of pyrotechnics. Uh, so then after the concert, it's like just nothing smoke. but thick cloud of smoke. Yeah, yeah, they don't give a shit, dude. They don't care. They're like, this is our third farewell tour. Like, we're gonna... <laughs> they just played a... Sh- a, a <laughs> Something to like sharks or something like that. A, a show to great like sharks. Yeah, thing. they they played on a boat. Yeah, really? Which it was supposed to. There were, I saw an article. It was like no sharks showed up. I'm like, well, no shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> if they really thought it was gonna be like this, like the Fantasia. There were a couple just... dolphins, <laughs> but no sharks. Yeah, the dolphins. There was, loved there was one great the dolphins rocking its fins out. Like yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I don't know. I did have the. Okay, the I had the yeah. I had an idea because we had a Halloween show this year. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do a whole band thing. So I was like, yeah, let's all dress up uh, in like kiss makeup, but we all only have the Mike Tyson uh, like face tattoo, <laughs> and we go as Kith. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay. Right. We're gonna be doing we a cover of the Kith it, song and out it out loud. <laughs> You guys are going to get me canceled, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the uh, views of Man and Moon do not represent the views of Invite the Neighbors podcast. <laughs> um, no, that's funny as shit, dude. Uh, did you guys like, did you play your own music or did you play Kiss covers? No, uh, we didn't. I mean, we played a lot of covers. Like, we originally started like covering 
um, a lot of like Nirvana and that kind of stuff. And like in general, you started like as a yeah. as a group kind of doing that, like yeah, just jamming yeah, and yeah, doing that and type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, like looking back on it now, I remember back then. Um, well, like Sean started like writing a lot of. Yeah, I was, stuff. I was, I was like singing and playing guitar. He was playing drums. Then we yeah. kind of oh, okay. flip flop because he yeah. had material, and I was like, "All right, okay." <laughs> and we both could do. We always like we, we our band was called like Destroya. Yeah. After a, the My Chemical Romance song. Yeah. Or song. yeah. So, Destroya. Destroya. Which album is that off of? Uh, the last one. Oh, okay. Uh, Danger Days. Yeah. What? Where year did you guys graduate? High school. Uh, 13. 13? Well, okay. Oh, yeah. These, these guys are 13. I graduated 2012 because I'm a year older. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I'm listening. You know, I was in 09, so I'm older. Oh, right. Uh, so I'm like listening to your guys' like references and like trying to like put it in like a time frame. So like you were probably around the age like when that album was released that I was when like Black Parade was released kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking of like the headspace that you guys, I'm just contextualizing it. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah like my chem was like huge influence on me. Like yeah, yeah. three cheers for sweet revenge was like my shit, dude. Yeah. I, I still listen to that album. I love yeah, it. Absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, I, I never got into like the danger day stuff. I, I felt like more of like a sci-fi sort of thing. And like, yeah. they were going in a more conceptual direction and yeah, you know, well, cause I think it was a very like, uh, well, when the album came out, didn't Gerard way also create a comic books. Like it was a comic series based on the Killjoys, And then, yeah, yeah the he, album. it was like a, it was essentially like a concept album based yeah. on, like, I felt like that album was when Gerard way, well, that and the black parade really, but like that one, he's like, all right, Let's get graphic novel Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, But yeah. We get to Coheed and Cambria, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't... No one can match Claudio's level of mastery, though. Like, Claudio yeah. Sanchez is such a fucking beast. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so... Covering... You said you were, like, covering... Yeah, we, we covered a lot of stuff. stuff. I think Sean, like, kind of... More so started writing yeah. stuff when we finally... Uh, kind of started calling it a band. We're like, well, we yeah, at least yeah. start writing some stuff. But um, in that we like we rotated. So like some songs I played yeah. drums on. And some Ky- songs. Kyle was there too. He was, yeah. he was playing bass. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, we would always rotate. And mm-hmm. yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all like the four of us. Kyle, of course, isn't here. But um, the four of us have always pretty much been in a band together pretty much like yeah this is the first time that all four of us at the same time are in like a band together um but it's oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah like you've kind um, of all played with each other in an intermittently sort of thing yeah yeah and it's i don't know um yeah i think uh like looking back on because i i used to get so kind of nervous at the fact that we played a lot of covers in a way. I think a lot of us were like, oh, we want to stop. We want to start like writing. More you songs. don't want to get known for that Everything. kind of thing. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, we want to, you know, start yeah. actually doing our own thing. Yeah. But looking back on it, I think we learned so much from doing that <laughs> because like, I don't, none of us really learned. Well, I don't, you might've, but like learn music in, a very like conventional way mm-hmm. i think a lot, most of us like well taught ourselves a lot of the yeah we, we never really would have learned that without playing all those covers though oh yeah then we 
essentially when we were doing all the covers we got an idea of what kind of sound we wanted so yeah. then when we started writing our own music it, we were just picking up ideas like hey what we learn from this song or what do we get from this song yeah mm-hmm. even if you're not conscious of it you're gonna end up being like you know here's a big word an amalgamation of all your influences yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? so they like, say like everything's a remix in a way like it you're, it's yeah. pretty much impossible to not yeah take those influences and do something completely yeah original the goal for me writing a song is for my friends to not be able to tell what i'm ripping yeah you know or (laughs) not not necessarily even ripping but for my friends who know my taste to not be able to tell what particular influence is like informing a song that i write Mm -hmm. i want them to like hear a song i write and feel like they can't put their finger on where it's coming from other than Mm -hmm. like just my own brain you know if i can make it and I'm starting to get to it because my friends, a lot of them know me so well that like they will hear a song I write that I might be really proud of and they'll just reduce it immediately to like, oh, this sounds like this. Yeah. Or, like because they know I like that thing, <laughs> you know, like, oh, this sounds like this band, which like it isn't an insult or anything, but it's like they know me so well that yeah. like it's like I, I want to be able to like escape my influences sort of thing. Yeah. And like, you know, I've written a couple songs finally where it's like, you know, it sounds like more like me than it sounds like one of my influences sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But you never have to, you know, you should that there's nothing wrong with sounding like your influences. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. some of the, the all time greats, like, you know, everybody is that <laughs> like that. It's, you know, everyone's just passing the torch kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, eventually you keep playing and playing and then you develop your own sound and then someone tries to emulate you and the cycle just keeps going. Yeah. Um, you know, ideally yeah or you just become a dad rock band you play covers and bars all the time you know what like to each their own it's just like you just got to decide you know what you want out of it i used to i used to like when we first started writing stuff i used to hate when people would be like oh man yeah that's i like that it sounds a lot like this riff from so-and-so or something yeah. like that. i'm like oh shit now i have to redo it and then yeah. like nowadays I, especially since like i started writing like booking pitches to places mm-hmm. where you have to kind of like describe yourself, especially when we didn't have any yeah. music out. I was like, yeah, this is, uh, we're like, a. I, I always just tell people like, Oh yeah, we're kind of like, uh, uh, like Manchester orchestra and against favorite me band. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites too. Yeah. Sean and I might be going to see them on the fifth. I'm going. I got yeah? tickets. Yeah. 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 Oh, I yeah. just saw them at Riot Fest front well, row, dude. They're with Foxing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so. It's going like, to be, oh be fucking God. rad, dude. Yeah. I, 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 I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right Have now. you ever seen Manchester Live? No. I've seen amazing, Foxing dude. Live, and that was yeah. insane. You got the Loving Touch when they played last? Uh, was that the, like, the Fusion Shows? It was, I don't know if Fusion Shows did it, but uh, it was the Near My God tour. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. That was. I saw uh, them at Bled. A saw that, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I saw was... the second half of that set. Yeah, I saw the first half of that. Oh, actually. okay. I think I, I didn't see. I saw the live video of Rory, like where they. Oh. I think that was what they ended with, or something like that. Yeah, but I think I left not too long after the medic and stuff like that because I was actually running a, not running, but I was working a merch table for um, the band Lovers LVRS. And oh, like okay. Um, and. Yeah, so we were just kind of like rotating in and out. And yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to go watch a little bit of foxing, actually, um, just speaking of bled, 
one of my favorite bands that we saw there, 68. Dude, yeah, I saw 68, yeah, man. We're the guy from the chariot. 68. <laughs> really? <laughs> At the loft, yeah, next month. Dude, and that's I am rad. so fucking stoked. <laughs> How'd you guys swing oh. that? Um, I had emailed the guy from the loft a couple of times, and I was like, hey, can we, you know, we're looking to set up a show on these dates and stuff like that. And he didn't have anything those dates. And then he tossed, you just send him some one. music, say like, Hey, we're available, you yeah, know, yeah. just throw us on something. And like, we kind of went back and forth on dates that worked for, you know, yeah, it, it, that didn't work for either of us at a certain point. Yeah. And then uh, I got an email from him. I actually went into, uh, I went to use the bathroom at work and I was like, I just checked my phone and I was like, yeah yeah of, of fucking course yeah and it was only yeah sent it like 20 minutes later i'm like i have to hurry up and reply to make yeah. sure right 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 <laughs> like, Dude, oh, i know that this other band anxiety because it's like yeah. when something good happens it's almost like there's no way this is actually going to happen right you know it's yeah. like i have to it's like you have to just like Grab it right away, or otherwise it's just gonna go away because it seems yeah. so too too good to be true. Yeah, that's fucking rad, dude. Yeah, I'm like, so excited. I'd never I heard of them before, and like I saw them at Bloodfest, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is fucking out there!" Yeah, like I knew the Chariot. The I watched Chariot. most of it. Yeah, Did yeah. You I see watched... like the end of it or anything? no? I didn't see the end. Of it. I saw okay. the beginning through most of it. Ah, but so good. someone else was playing that I wanted to go see. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the Norma Jean set. I love fucking Norma Jean. Yeah, I saw some and of that the too. guy from the Chariot came out. Yeah. And like he got on, t- like, he immediately like got on top of like the speakers and stuff, and like yeah. got like super high up, and it was just like it was. Well, he's rad. the original singer yeah. of Norwegian. That's why it was yeah, it was yeah. really awesome because they played "Memphis Will Be Laid to Waste," oh, yeah. which is like their biggest song while he was in the band. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure, could be wrong. Not a Norwegian historian. I just love the band. Yeah, but uh, that's tight. I'm gonna have to get uh, figure out who you emailed because like I'm yeah, yeah, once I get some sure. music out, I'm gonna start just throwing it everywhere. Oh yeah, like sending it to everybody kind of thing. Yeah. That's frustrating, like, not having music. That's the worst. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Well, we, for the longest time, we had, it started out as, like, a, a solo project yeah. and everything, and I, like, went and recorded one song, but that Manfred song Moon. was, like, uh, huh? Manfred Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went and recorded one song, which is, it's still a song that we play and everything, but our sound itself now with you know, the full band is definitely more like it's just heavier in general. It's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily heavy, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a little bit punchier and all that kind okay. of stuff. It's not just a, like a ballady kind of yeah. thing. But, um, so like I would send the music to people and be like, yeah, you know, we're kind of like this and this. And they're like, oh, well, you sound more just like a, like a, I, I don't remember, like a soft indie. People would say like indie folk, okay, kind of stuff quite a bit. Yeah, um, and I was like, eh, well, here I'll send you a, like a live video <laughs> and everything. But yeah, it is. It's so frustrating. Do you feel like your live uh, performance, like, do you like your records, like to date, don't do your live performance justice or something, or like? I think I mean our most recent um, release does okay. now. Um, originally like the songs before didn't, I, it, it definitely didn't like touch that punk nerve that we try and uh, express live okay. more, you know? Okay. So like you, th- you feel like there's like an energy, like, oh, I, yeah. I guess like what's the vibe like that you try to like have live, you know, a very just, I, 
Punk. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty punk. Like, I like jumping off of shit and. Oh, tight. Like, uh, I have a bad habit of at the like the very last note of of the set, I I just I drop my guitar <laughs> and. Hopefully, uh, it's not a nice one. But dude. I like the past couple of times I've dropped it from like like standing up and just throwing my arm out and then just dropping it and turning my amp off and i'm like yeah that can't be good okay <laughs> what do you what, what kind of guitar do you have i have a epiphone sg oh really yeah, okay yeah. before you leave i gotta show you my sg i have an epiphone sg oh, yeah, but yeah. it's like a it's it's the cream one with like the three gold humbuckers oh it, I got it's, you. it's yeah, badass yeah. i just i have a just a black on black yeah and it's got like it's like glow in the dark tuning things. Or yeah, like that. But, I'm just uh, making sure that you don't have like an American Telecaster or something that you're just oh, like, no. you know. Yeah, I'm like that'd condition. be really punk rock, dude. If you're like, yeah. fuck the system, dude. <laughs> you just I, drop I, I would at suit. least like start to look like I'm going to and be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even care about Duh. money, dude. <laughs> yeah, but, <if> had, <laughs> but like, there's there's a Jet certain like blade on the ground. <laughs> like my buddy Kevin. uh in folly his band called volleyball they're like really mm. punky uh he plays he's got a really nice like fender american t- uh, stratocaster i think it's his dad's but he tours with his squire strat and oh, yeah. but it's because he likes to he has a lot of energy like you know he's the kind of guy who never plays with a shirt on you know he's very punk yeah. like that you know and he he captures that vibe uh pretty well mm-hmm. um but he tours with the with a squire i'm just like dude why i'm like yeah. dude if you have a, a like american strat like why don't you play that and you know it's just because like they 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 party dude like yeah. they party on tour and like they they kind of like live the like the motif of like punk yeah. rock you know so it's like mm-hmm. it, it's you don't put stickers on an american strat you put them on your square you know yeah. it's that kind of thing um but I'm not like that at all. Like I can't. I I, I played a square. I could never play a square. I mean, kudos to him because he's like he's good at guitar. It's like yeah. I don't know, I don't know why you're doing this to yourself. But yeah. it's like because it's just like people get different things out of music, you know. Oh, yeah. Like people get the experience. That's what's cool about it, dude. That's like one of the coolest things about music is like you can tailor make the experience. Yeah, yeah you know, for sure. to whatever you want out of it. Like he's getting exactly what he wants out of it. And so it's like I can only criticize it from the standpoint of like it wouldn't be what I want. Yeah. But if if he were to play or if he were to like live by my constraints, then he wouldn't have the same experience. Yeah. You know, like I'm more of like a a gear purist. Like I want to have like really nice shit. Like I want to yeah. have like the nicest shit with me. You know, <laughs> like um very. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not very energetic on stage. I need to be more energetic, honestly. Like, it doesn't feel natural to me. Like, I've, I'm very much just like I stand there and close my eyes a lot of time. But then I realize, like, eyes all the time, yeah. yeah, and I just feel like I'm not connecting with people though when I do that. Yeah, me too. I, I just, I have a bad habit of <clears throat> if I like, I getting distracted. Like, if I'm like looking around and stuff like that, I'll yeah. forget lyrics. Ah, yeah, yeah. Even though, like, we've done these songs, you know, hundreds if not thousands of times. <laughs> right. Like, I just still will fumble on my words. So, like, I'll stand there and. It happens. Like, I think it, when you get too comfortable with something, you forget to like run them through in your head a little bit, and yeah. then that's when you're in trouble. I yeah. feel like. Yeah, for sure. So with with this record, like, you said you've Sean, you've like written things before. Yeah. Like in on this record is it uh what well first of all, let's say like what it's called. 
Mm. Uh, the okay. Mm-hmm. So, South and so, so people know what we're fucking talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, is it is it that same thing you were describing to where like you guys kind of rotate instrumentation, rotate like writing duties, or is it more one of you versus like the other? Like, is it one mind sort of writing, or is it a more of a collaborative sort of thing? The on that one, because um, it's just the five song EP. I um, we've been kind of experimenting not too long ago out of practice. Oh. Like I jumped over on drums and you got on the guitar. And we were just kind of a yeah. I kind of had to like learn it. I was like, I don't know these chords. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, just, I know, I know how to play on drums. But I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna. Hmm. I was like, had to remind myself like when you're first like learning like a song, you're like, uh, the, yeah. Lyrically, are are you like the main lyric writer or like? Yeah, I've I've written all the yeah. lyrics so far at least. Yeah, I've never been in a band where like that was a struggle. Like there was never I've never like experienced like a lyrical power struggle. Like yeah. I've always been the lyric writer, and everyone mm-hmm. has always just let me be. Mm-hmm. You know, which is nice. Like I feel like it eh. having two people like struggling to be like have their voice heard through the lyrics could be messy yeah, unless yeah. they have a very tight personal relationship and they're very like in sync in what they want to appear mm-hmm. on the you know like lyrically uh i i don't know i i'm so picky about things that like i would have to be the only one but yeah. i feel like that would that would definitely be really hard i would have to like go into a project knowing that it would be like you know like a like a partnership kind of thing like yeah duet yeah kind of thing i like all of the stuff that i've, <laughs> I've been writing um for the first you know first uh, kind of like working on two albums right now um are like painfully personal in okay so like i know that i, I uh like i definitely want to do that at some point i was just thinking to myself yesterday i'm like man i or like a writing partner or something like that so at least somebody who I can like bounce ideas off of yeah everything too but then I was like I don't really the stuff that I'm trying to write is like almost too personal for another yeah I don't know I know I, I know exactly what you're saying dude mm-hmm. like it's if you're writing about your own experiences it's like I understand that feeling like you want it would be nice to maybe have like someone to collaborate with just because it's nice to collaborate with like someone who's good but mm-hmm. when you're also trying to have you're, when you're having the goal of like wanting to write about your own life yeah. or your own experience it's like well that person isn't you so it's like yeah. anything they were to say it's like you would probably just reject it anyways unless like unless they knew you very well mm-hmm. you know what I mean if they could offer you insight as to like if they knew what you were writing about and they were kind of like there with you through it yeah, yeah. then they could you know what I mean yeah. but like if if this is just like a casual person who's in your band but doesn't know you like on a deeply personal level mm-hmm. but they're just maybe like a good lyric writer they might be a good lyric writer but they n- might not be able to yeah improve what you're trying to do yeah I think like yeah cause I mean I'll I'll bring like lyrical ideas and stuff like that um, more so like getting, I guess, notes on like the flow of them and like, mm, yeah, I, that kind of stuff. But yeah. like when it comes to the content, it's like the meaning behind it. I, yeah, I don't know. I, 
I do really want to kind of branch out at some point and um, I, I just feel like it would end up having to be like another not necessarily another band but just like on another project itself to you just know? a different record you know yeah exactly yeah, yeah that ep something you know so like with this one is the perthes is that like what is is there it sounds like there's probably a theme like with, bit, with yeah, the artwork yeah. kind of implies that there's a theme because you have like yeah, the different yeah. like for those of you who haven't seen it go check it out because it's like it's really this really cool like graphic representations of stuff like there's like the there's like a, a skull with like the thorn crown around it yeah, and then there's yeah. like the like the, i think like the snake skull yeah. i think it's so excited about the it, yeah it, it's yeah. dope dude it, it like it draws you in like it and there's like the wishbone i think mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so um well, actually, Nate, you were were you gonna say something like, well, before I, I go into this? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say when um, you were talking about the way you were bouncing off your ideas lyrically. There's when you were working on the song Prada long before that we had finished as a, a whole song. Um, Jordan came up with the idea for the song and then just showed me some of the lyrics. And then I started developing ideas like, okay, what would the song actually sound like if we put it in instrumentally? And the thing I love about working with these guys is that Jordan sets the foundation for all of these songs. And then yeah. Sean, Kyle and I, we develop our own parts just yeah. to make these songs come to life to That's make them cool. give them a much stronger personal touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, do you feel you must have like a, a pretty solid trust in, in these guys? Oh then? yeah. I was actually just thinking like, I, I don't know of anybody else who I would, trust more bringing these songs like Cause I because would i go nuts i can explain like, it and sound like a fucking jackass be like yeah, yeah i really want this part to sound i actually just sent a guitar part to kyle last night and i was like yeah um, i want this part you know it, it's supposed to be like a big build-up i'm like walking all that kind of stuff and then there's a big crash and then after that i want like some like watery chorus to kind of like represent yeah. like a it's like, uh, are you like on drugs? Dainty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were, I could probably write these songs a little faster. <laughs> but um, no, and then, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it feels. I'm like, yeah, and then, um, I just always like want to like paint a picture, yeah, uh, um, you know, with just musically and everything. But um, I know that I can like bring that stuff to these guys, and then like. Sean and I talk about dynamics all the time. Like, yeah, this part right here, really want to be really fucking punchy because it's supposed to represent this or supposed to be like. Yeah, yeah I love like the, a, the attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I always, so I always like, look at the lyrics. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. so what are you trying to explain? So like, we do like we do base <laughs> a lot of it off of the lyrics. It's almost as if like I wrote it as a like a poetry book that we're putting music to in a way. That's cool. That's kind of how it feels. Yeah. Even though, like, they all started off with the full intention of being songs. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, I, I wanted to approach it that way because it, it felt like more of an honest way to, like, how I learned music, mm-hmm. like, based off of, like, the feel, and that's how I feel like I can use it um, most effectively. I guess. Yes. Do you feel, um, do you feel comfortable, like, sharing, like, some of the details as to, like, what, the actual theme of this is like what yeah, like, yeah. The, so, like the lyrical themes and stuff yeah um so uh perthes itself the uh the cover um 
I've never talked about this stuff before, so it's really this I'm, is, I'm, this I'm very excited. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this I, type of shit is why I want to start a podcast, and I just have to like reel in my ADHD brain for like 45 minutes, and then I yeah. then I start to realize like this is what I want to talk about. This is oh, why yeah. I'm doing this. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, um, so yet again, like my brother did all the artwork and all that kind of stuff for it. Um, which shout out Josh Law. Uh, he. Uh, when we did the cover, uh, it's called Perthes because I had a, uh, it's basically a, a hip disease or like a bone disease essentially oh. in the hip where your hip socket deteriorates, like your femur rubbing up against your hip socket. If I, I don't know if anybody oh. is super medical savvy <laughs> listening to this and they're like, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, <coughs> what the hell is he talking about? I don't think he ever had it. No. So my hip socket went from being a, a sphere shape to a disc oh wow! and uh the doctors uh, at least the first doctor and being like f- i think four when this all kind of started when they found it um he was like yeah he's you know it could be from uh jumping off you know furniture too much running around too much i'm like i'm a fucking little kid yeah how, how am i supposed to not do any of this stuff so it felt like it was a very i was like oh i'm my own worst enemy so after uh. that i felt very um, I was, I was just terrified of everything. I, yeah. Like I went to school for the first time. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I was so afraid of hurting myself. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, so the cover, I'll just kind of go song by song, I guess the cover is a wishbone. Um, because when you have Perthes disease, um, a lot of times they will give you a wishbone cast and it was on my right hip, so there's that little diminished part toward uh, the, the kind of like crest, I guess, or the yeah. point of it. That's kind of representative of okay. this this hip, I guess. Yeah. But you get a wishbone cast where your legs are spread apart, um, spread apart as far as they can go with a bar in between them, so you can't move. So I was in a wheelchair for a couple of years. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I had to, I had to essentially like relearn to walk and all that kind of stuff like when Um, you were a little kid yeah wow and kind of a side note probably better when you're a little kid though to be like oh yeah it's it's definitely better to reach it that young yeah and everything um but uh kind of a side note we i i had all of my surgeries in uh grand rapids so whenever i had to go back to the doctor when i was a little kid it was always in Grand Rapids. So I was fucking terrified of Grand Rapids. Oh. So we recorded it in Grand Rapids. Actually, that's cool, dude. Uh, and that's it felt like cool. a kind of a kind of a closure kind of thing. Yeah, with, dude. Uh, with all slaying the, the demon stuff. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then that's cool it? when shit works out like that. Yeah, yeah. The the first song, um, "Wolves of Rome" on the EP, uh, it's essentially like. Personally, like, um, it's when I kind of, uh, started to let things like my, my, how do I describe it? My mental state, uh, deteriorating. Okay. Yeah. And, um, how like I wouldn't allow myself to be comfortable and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first couple of lines are, uh, it's hospital, hospital, hospital beds, If comfort comes from me, I'd rather be dead. I think yeah. is what I at least intend to say when I, <laughs> when I sing it. Yeah. Um, 
So it's almost like I'm doing this to myself mm-hmm. either way. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's an admittance, admittance to myself. Um, and then it kind of goes in a little bit later on to say like, I am your heaven. I am your hell. I am my heaven. I am my hell. Oh yeah. Um, so there's also like a cool double thing where like it, you can be like your own worst enemy and mentally, but also like physically things that are like, and that you, maybe that's arguably in control of you, but Mm -hmm. then you're, you can be like, like it's your own genetics are attacking you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, if your own body is doing that to you, then why wouldn't your own mind do it to you? Yeah. You know, that's interesting to me. And I, like, I kind of talk about how the, there's a part that goes like friends in heaven, friends in hell everything and i it's kind of my that's supposed to be talking about the outward projection of like you know other people like causing this for me and stuff you know and then um it turns back like inward and everything but uh yeah yeah so that one uh the wolves of rome actual like the namesake is from uh there was an article that i read a couple of years ago where they had found wolves in Rome for like the first time and just, you know, such a long time. Yeah. People were like terrified at first, but then the actual, like there's a, a statue in Rome called the Capitolone wolf. If I remember correctly, okay. I might be saying that wrong. Um, that it, it talks about like the birth of Rome. There's Romulus and Remus and they like suckle at the teat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the capital and wolf and oh, okay. then it's like kind of the, the birth of rome so people were afraid of it but, but it's also, also like the genesis point yeah exactly so it's kind of you know being your own ah, kind of being your own yeah it's i, I, I don't even quite know it it's metaphor, very meta yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but the the artwork it's very subtle but it's it's a wolf skull and then um kind of on the back part of it where the design is on the actual capital and wolf, there's like these little, um, little shapes on there oh, okay. that, uh, are actually from that oh. too. But, um, yeah. Uh, what is it? The second song early bird, <coughs> um, is kind of, uh, more about, it's kind of like a rebirth kind of thing. Like I didn't want to get too, basic and go full phoenix with it or anything yeah um, yeah yeah that's you ever i there's a book called damien by herman hess that i oh, i never heard of that yeah, i love it and um in the book they say um what is it he who would be uh a man must first break it like basically you fight your way out of the egg oh okay yeah, yeah you yeah. you destroy your own world yeah and then you come out uh, stronger from that and like yeah it's so like before you're even in the actual world that you're going to spend a majority of your time in you have to like fight your way out of yeah you have to everything you, you know have to disrupt your own comfort and all yeah that yeah kind of yeah stuff. And, and that's like inherently something that we're programmed to do yeah yeah and like it sucks and especially like when you're i feel like a lot of people it happens when you're a teenager you're in your 20s mm-hmm. and um it sucks because you're just like, Oh, the world fucking hates me. Yeah. So it's, you know, none of this is actually going to turn out good. Right. Um, so yeah, and that there's, it's actually a broken, uh, cardinal egg. 
Um, oh, okay. So, so like Cardinals. Do you have like artwork for each song kind of thing? Yeah. That's yeah. tight. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so wonderful having a, having an artist as a brother. Yeah. <laughs> because I like, he knows like, uh, musically like what I want like what I'm trying to go for and how symbolic I'm trying to go with it. Yeah. So like I can just bounce ideas off of him, you know, and we, uh, I, th- I feel like he has a, an understanding. Of yeah. Like, you know, well, I will say too, like when you have, um, cause this is like right up my alley as far as like, uh, I'm very much the type of person that like, I don't randomly choose anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to artwork for something, like there's no, there's no stone left unturned when it comes to details for yeah, me, yeah, for you sure. know, and like tying the lyrics in, I, I'm very concept driven, I'm very pattern oriented, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that, me very much like that. But like when the risk that's there is when you put that much time into it and you put that much effort into the detail and the artwork, it's like, you're, it's like you, you, <sighs> it's like you have to make sure the music stands up to that. Like yeah. the, there has to be like the music can't be shitty. Like I'm trying yeah, to yeah. articulate it better. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, it can't suck. I'm not trying to be like that. Like the music like has to mean as too. much as the artwork implies yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I see like that artwork and I saw like the way you guys are promoting it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just like the different, I thought it was cool, you know, like the different like artwork drops and things like that. I'm like, oh, this is tight, you know. Thank you. That that creates a sort of expectation, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially especially someone like me, like that, like I'm into that sort of thing. Like maybe the casual person who isn't into that as much won't, you know, like oh, that's a cool picture. They won't think much about it. But like somebody who's into that is going to see that and think like, okay, well, this better be meaningful you know what i mean this but this can't be just bullshit this can't be about a girl because it's gonna piss me off you know what i mean like this can't (laughs) be about like songs are about sex you know what i mean that's that's what it's all about bro yeah (laughs) it's a fucking it's a fucking hokey pokey (laughs) that's what it's all about yeah dude you know what i'm saying like (laughs) it it creates an expectation that like there's gonna be something there to back back it up yeah and but it's it's good to hear that like you actually do have all this symbolism and there is thought that went into it because i'm like you know because i don't know you guys from fucking adam you know so i'm thinking like all right well let's see let's see you know so it's it's, it's cool hearing all this but Mm -hmm. yeah keep going (laughs) oh it's i i'll I'll try and keep it even like like briefer too when it comes to all that kind of stuff but like um is it going on to uh oh yeah uh cardinal lake cardinals like represent good luck and all that kind of stuff um and that was supposed to be kind of a like I don't need luck, in a way. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's they all have a bit of a deeper meaning than I think I can fully um, articulate. Yeah. But um, and then Jack uh, was actually a picture of Josh's that he had in um, Inktober of I think last year, and I saw it, and I'm like, that's perfect for this song. Because the song's about, it's like reminding uh, myself that I don't have to be a jack of all trades all the time. I can slow down. Yeah. Like I don't have to. I don't have to be everybody's. I don't have to make everybody happy. I don't mm-hmm. have to always be there for everybody. I you know yeah. I can kind of just be 
my own person. I can be yeah. one thing every now and then. Or even in the band too, maybe like I'm, I'm just making assumptions here, but like you don't have to like, you don't carry the load of all the quality of the music like you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have like this support system, AKA the, the rest of the band who yeah. like can ensures that like it, it's all rounded out. Like it's not all your responsibility. Even yeah. If you're like writing the motif and you're like creating the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's you, actually, that's pretty perfect because I, I, I started working on that song before it was like a full band yeah and i could never finish it and then we started like working on this and i'm like fuck yeah okay i yeah. have constant reminders of like yeah i don't have to go it alone right on all these things too so yeah that one was kind of uh honestly i don't even i don't i don't have a, a great way to describe the artwork on that there's just something about it that feels so like perfect yeah to me so i don't even have like a a great description of why for that one for sleepless and eden that song is it's like pure irony yet again like always getting in my own way and i think um and yeah so uh there's a there's a line in it that says uh i was in the first chorus uh, there's snakes in my secret garden of forbidden fruits and uh, so we we derive the artwork from that so it's a I think it's like a python or something I can't remember yeah. what actual snake he went with or a rattlesnake it was it was a man um, it was a Michigan but he's garden like, yeah <laughs> it's all about the snake man yeah, dude. <laughs> it's the fucking snake man it's a Brazilian boa constrictor don't you dare say otherwise Sean <laughs> we go back and forth yeah, all the time <laughs> he tells me it's the Chilean boa constrictor <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah so it's damn like, it Sean <laughs> But it's uh, it's uh, it's wrapped around a uh, it's wrapped around a fig, so the oh, fig okay. is like a uh, I guess a, a theory as to it's also Newton, what the, but huh, yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm not funny, uh, dude. Shut up, <laughs> edit it out. It's a All fig. right, yeah, fig Newton. Yeah, no, no, no. Newton loved apples. We want some fig Newton. <laughs> yes, dude. He loved apples Fuck. so much that he invented science for it. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, yeah, it's... Who it's, listens uh, to this podcast? <laughs> no, Medical professionals. <laughs> Physicists. Bible professionals. Why are you listening right now, dude? Science <laughs> meta, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening right now, that's... One guy who's weird. a lawyer who got lost. Yeah. That's wild, because no one's listening right now, but right now they are. Whoa. Wow, we haven't even done any drugs right Time now. travel. <laughs> speak, for your, speak for yourselves, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, uh... <laughs> but yeah, the snake. Uh, snake is a... It's, a re- it's, yet again, all this stuff's about sex, so... Snake, you know. That's... <laughs> We all know that's the pain, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh... Nothing could be less sexy than what you just said. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, so, uh... It's supposed to be a representative of the forbidden fruit. (laughs) I don't know how to go back into it. Trying to be serious again. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, it's like buying the forbidden fruit, and it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Basic. Um, you know, like it's not, not like, like it's not hard to grasp that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Um, and then the very last one, 
Ides of July, uh, is actually, it's, it's a pretty personal one. Um, it's a diver's helmet because this whole album essentially takes place underwater. Yeah, it takes place underwater. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, actually. Pretty We're much. Underwater? Uh, yeah, Death Clock. clock. Yeah. We're going to record death, this underwater. Death Clock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the part where he like pukes up the beans or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wearing pants. <laughs> death Clock was that uh, shit. Dude. I had a Death Clock album. And I was like, this is fucking sick. Didn't they like it, actually go on tours and shit too? Yeah, they well, did. They're yeah. small. It's just that he recorded all the. They did Adult Swim Live in California. And there is. Rumors that Brendan Small is going to bring back Metalocalypse. Hopefully, don't know. You know how badass it is to like have a cartoon band and then actually, actually, you know, yeah, be, be able, able to play, play the yeah, live yeah, band. be able to own up to it. I mean, like, there's like, I love Tenacious D. Like, kind of makes me think of that. Like, yeah. it's a joke, but they fucking rip too. Yeah, like, Kyle Gas is one of the yeah! best guitars. <laughs> They're so epic, dude. It like like you put on. Me and my buddy will put on Tenacious D and like legitimately like rock out mm. and jam to it. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's hilarious, but it's like justified. It's it makes it even funnier that it's like good. They're so good. At yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what makes me like like Death Clock was like that. Like holy shit! Like this is legit, dude. Like yeah. it's hilarious, but it's legit. You know. Yeah. No, uh, I unironically listened to it. Yeah, to that Death Clock album for a little bit, and I was like, it's it's fucking tight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't poke any I mean, in it, man. <laughs> the whole band is just supposed to be a parody of heavy metal music in general, but Brendan creates some excellent songs by yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, shit. The, uh, the Ice You're on the last. Oh, one, Ice Yeah. Uh, so it's a diver's helmet. Um, it's the whole album is kind of about uh, the time that I. That I uh, oof, tried to drown myself in oh, the middle yeah. of July oh, yeah. um, in, like, Alabama and all that kind of stuff, and it got really bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I tried to drown myself because I didn't know how to swim, um, obviously. Oh, so you I just, didn't know how to just, swim, so you just jumped in the water. Yeah, I just jumped I jumped in the deep end of my, uh, my aunt's pool. Um, so, and I was, like, stuck in Alabama away from like all my friends and most of my family and stuff like that. Cause we went down there cause my uncle had just died Uh-oh. and yeah, all this kind of stuff. And then there's um, like, I was talking to this girl, but then she uh, sent me this message that was like, Hey, how do you get a guy to, to leave your house after you gave him a blowjob? And I'm like, Oh, I really liked you. Yeah. I don't think you realize this. And I, I just felt very expendable. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just went out there and I was like, you know, fuck it, uh, sixteen. Oh, okay, yeah. very very vulnerable state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. It, it was one of those like, yeah, this isn't gonna get any better. So right, right. Yeah. You just don't have the wisdom um, or the like the real the the point of view really. To- yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I went out there, but uh, in doing that, I learned how to swim. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you probably like, learned pretty quick, dude. Throw a dog yeah. in the water, it'll figure it out. Yeah, you know. So I was like, I was down there and. I was just like, yeah, yeah, maybe I don't want to do this. So I, I yeah. essentially had to like, I've yeah. fought my way out of it. So that's, yeah. 
that's a, it wasn't so romantic anymore once you were like yeah. you couldn't breathe yeah exactly yeah. so that was that's like a big uh general theme of the album is just like fighting your way out of the zone so it kind of like saving mm-hmm. yourself in a way having um, that built into you so you know what maybe you don't even realize this but like as much as you have like this self-defeating mm-hmm. uh, part built into you you have just as much of like a self-saving yeah part that's just yeah. like inherent within you too yeah so it's kind of, it's both kind of, of those things within you yeah really it's cool. the you know i am my heaven i am my hell yeah um in i to july that one guy right says, inside me yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of the best albums of all time yeah canceled but actually anyways, wait, wasn't, isn't today like an anniversary of that or something like that i don't know i think it, i don't know what day it came i know it's 2006 i know I, I saw some guy tweet about it today he's right, like though. oh happy birthday to the best album ever and i wanted to like it because i love that album but i'm like yeah uh, uh, look, look, look above you i mean oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i, I still i, I you know, I still love that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's you, you can't condone it. You can't like. I mean, naturally, dude, it's yeah. not controversial. Like, yeah. it's it's to say that like it's it's not even like what he did isn't even controversial. It's just bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Controversial are things that could either be good or bad, and you can argue about them. Yeah. Like, there's no controversy in, yeah. in that. You know, but the controversy comes to play. It's like, well, you know. Do you still listen to the music, or yeah. do you like other? This is another I'll bite the neighbors drinking game because Brand New is like my favorite, my favorite band of all time. Hmm. But you know, I there's this very there's this disconnect hmm. in my head that is like is uh you know like I don't like that shit that he did, but it's like the art that he it's, and his three friends yeah, created exactly. who aren't you know who didn't do those things and like it's speaks to me more than just about anything you know and uh i i want to believe that people are redeemable and that people can change and like he has a wife who you know has forgiven him he has a wife who's aware of everything like he he had a really if i remember correctly a really good apology yeah people bashed it yeah i felt no matter what yeah yeah it's the the way i the way i viewed his like apology was like i'm not going to uh i i just i just felt like regardless of what my opinion was my opinion and i maintain this my opinion isn't important Mm -hmm. like the apology means nothing to me because i'm not the one who was hurt you know so i'm not i don't have the right really to say Yeah, yeah that's true what like you know not like really you know criticizing anybody who felt like they were defending him or anything i I don't care i just i just feel personally like i don't have the right to say whether or not the apology is valid or not i feel like that's that's up to whoever was hurt yeah you know and i feel like whoever whoever is like and it's also up wrong for staying with him and i'm yeah and at the same time i don't feel like i'm wrong for continuing to listen to the music because i think that like he's not ted bundy you know what i mean he's not charles manson oh fuck but uh, oh, that's rough. Well, at least my computer's still going. Oh shit! I have a. Uh... But yeah. Well, the lights just went out. Uh, just, just people. <laughs> I just realized that people didn't even realize. Like, yeah, I was probably. <laughs> Let's see. Well, that was a, sorry for the abrupt pause, faithful listeners. Uh, the apparently I blew the one fuse that fucking matters in my house. Uh. By the time this episode comes out, hopefully my lights will be back on. 
But uh, yeah, it was shitty. It was right after I said Charles Manson too. I felt like it was the devil, dude. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm afraid for you guys to leave, dude. It's like saying your name three times in a mirror, except you just said Charles Manson's what? Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, see, so I look downstairs and it's like tier one content. But uh, this is um, like there's one fuse that controls most of the upstairs mm-hmm. except for like this outlet which is the bathroom is probably connected to it as well oh okay. it, it controls everything up here like all the upstairs okay. so this is the only light that's gonna work in my house <laughs> for now but yeah i figure we'll wrap up anyways yeah, yeah. we're at like an hour and a half yeah uh but yeah just you know listen to the ep perthes uh man and moon man in moon man under the moon man over the moon manny moon man man what manuel moon emmanuel moon <laughs> manuel moon. um yeah fuck man now i'm distracted but yeah <laughs> plug your uh like social medias and all that stuff and like any maybe shows and you get anything you want to plug yeah 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 that's for sure so uh find us on like facebook twitter instagram all that kind of good shit at uh man moon music or if you just search man ampersand moon um if you by chance don't know what that symbol is it's the squiggly one um it's not the hashtag the one that means and yeah the one that means and uh you don't know it (laughs) it looks like a cursive s please you don't know what a cursive s looks like please google it if you don't know what google is search it on you probably are not listening to this podcast Um, but yeah, also, <laughs> if you're listening gotta, to this podcast by candlelight, we feel you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be vibey. Oh, now, uh, we just create a campfire. Yeah. We're playing uh, November 30th, so next weekend in Brighton at Good Sense Coffee uh, through the good folks at Breadbox Shows. I didn't know we were just. I told you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Sean, then, it's worth learning. <laughs> uh, we have a tight ass show at The Loft in Lansing. Uh, December 19th, opening up for 68 in Crowbot. And then after that, uh, the day after, we're playing as uh, Black Sabbath, actually a whole fucking set, as Black Sabbath at Crown Pub in Bay City. Really? So, yeah. About yeah. That's show. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks yep. for coming and everything. Right. And, you know, we'll have to, like, play a gig or something sometime. Fuck yeah. Get something going. <laughs> Man and Moon. Uh do you have anything like edgy or cool to say to end the podcast? Um, if it ain't lit, it ain't shit. There it is. <laughs>